Welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to listen to every song that's ever existed while doing bad things. Um, <laughs> my guest this week is a stand-up comic. Uh, she's a co-host of the podcast, Is This Okay? And she runs the, is it a monthly show? Bi-monthly. Yeah, it's a uh, monthly show. Uh, the Dirty Laundry mm-hmm. comedy show. Uh, Renee Stanko. Renee, how's it going? Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Um, excited to have you on. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this uh this episode i'm really excited about the playlist <laughs> i created and um if everyone's free on um, november 21st we're having our monthly show um it's going to be at 8 p.m at deuces deuces yeah i don't know the, <laughs> where that is it is, is that poughkeepsie it is it's okay, in poughkeepsie cool. it's near the chance theater oh okay cool so, I, I love the chance i've been to a number of shows at the chance yeah it's a good it's a good venue yeah yeah it's great i think jimmy eat world played there a little like a couple days ago oh yeah yeah um, so, I've, I've cool. seen the Menzingers there and a bunch of other shitty pop punk bands that Ooh. no one cares about. <laughs> um, but yeah, go go to Dirty Laundry. Uh, and then if you're looking for something to do the next day, James and the Giant Comedy Show is at Lucy's Laugh Lounge. Uh, very excited show. Use code it's a great James. lineup. It's a great lineup. I'm so excited. Use code James to save $5 on tickets. I've, I'm done giving people the cheaper promo code. I, <laughs> pay full price. Well, pay full price. But like, if you want to save more money, use code James. If you want to save less money, JC20. Um, yeah, there you go. And um, I also just found out that I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in Poughkeepsie at Laugh It Up on January 4th, opening for Jay McBride. Awesome. Which, yeah, I'm very excited about. Fantastic. So Good for you. To that. Um, and yeah, Renee, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Renee Stanko. Uh, Do you have an underscore in there? Or? No. Um, there is an extra E. So like oh, Renee, Renee, R-E-N. Renee. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta come up with a better Instagram handle. Well, no, it's good um, that it's, it's your name. It is I my name. Like, yeah. Yeah. Such a weird, it's Were a weird name. Were you not able name. to get with two E's or? <laughs> there's already, yeah, there's already Renee Stanko out there and wow. I'm going to find her and uh, there can only be one, That's you know, worst. just I, like Highlander. Um, I, I'm, I'm dying for the James Crowley Instagram handle and uh, mm. the guy that has it, his Instagram bio says Maya pack. And I'm like, I'm not that Ooh, far. I, he's can, close. I can fucking find you. Yeah. James Crowley of Maya pack. We're coming for yeah. you. But yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. We'll put on this playlist and then kick it up. There. Yeah. We're going to, um, yeah, we're going to play this playlist and then just come over and like knock your mailbox exactly. over and yeah. Uh, but yeah, ruin your life. Since I don't have that Instagram handle, follow me on Instagram at James P Crowley and on Twitter at James P Crowley 68. Are you on Twitter? No. Right? I am, but my feed is really weak. I have one tweet. Oh. I'm I'm nervous to post anything. That's fair. It's a, Twitter's a dark world. Yeah. You know, it's my, <laughs> my editor followed me on Twitter, so now I'm like more conscious about what I post and uh Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they love to cancel people on Twitter. It's so yeah. funny because Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok have very different feels to them. Yeah. And 
Twitter is just like this constant shit storm of drama. Well, it could just be whatever. And then like, yeah. uh, I was talking to uh, Dave and Sean about this where like you end up seeing like things going wild on Twitter about like one thing that people are mad about. And people become obsessed. Exactly. And then you talk to someone like in real life that's not on Twitter and you're like, oh, did you see this? And they're like, no, why would I give a shit about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like when people don't pay attention to like your the sports that you're into. And so exactly. you're just like, okay, I don't, I don't have time for your games. And also it's like, in a way, t- Twitter isn't real. So like oh, all yeah, these people not. just raising cortisol levels <laughs> and all these people that could, should just relax, just breathe, you know? Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not real at all. I don't know. It's not. It's, it, you should be doing like some real, real shit. Like, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I, I like it to like tweet jokes and stuff. I just started, uh, releasing break updates. Um, which is uh, I like just that. updates on my breakup. Breakup. Um, <laughs> I've been like crying for the last three hours listening to the same. Well, I'd rather uh, not spoil my set. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know. I break up with people like every other week. I'm like, I'm dating this person, and my friends are like, "No, you literally talk to them a couple of times, and uh, it's not, it's not a relationship." No, I That's mean, what I, they say to me. I but, do that. <laughs> but you have actual, you have an actual relationship. I had an actual relationship. You know, yeah, I, we, I, I don't know. We we broke, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm like telling people as I go along, but okay. you know, it's uh, I was worried that you just texted me. We're still friends, you know, it, it happens. Wow, so, good for you. Yeah, You're amicable. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it, you know, we don't see each other every day, so it's not like uh, this, this is like <laughs> uh, I've been saying, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do a breakup podcast one of these days. I'll keep, bring someone on, do breakup songs, and I'll talk about this, and uh, this is what. <laughs> well, see, that's why I like I've I'm not good at breaking up with people right. amicably because <laughs> I just I get just too I get too connected to a person. Right. And so and then you're like, you're dead to me. Yeah. But also, I don't I don't know. Sometimes like one of the songs, for instance, like really inspired. Like I, I didn't really understand it until I went through can, a breakup. Can I guess it when we get to it? Yeah. If, if I'm like, I think it's this one. <laughs> yeah. Because okay. I think that's when I'm like my angriest. I don't actually do bad things, but I think about doing bad things sometimes. Yeah, a lot of times. Nice. Well, <laughs> since, since you said it already, uh, the playlist this week is uh, songs for when you're doing bad things, yeah. um, which was inspired by the, the meme of the child on the internet where he stole his grandma's car and he's like, it's fun to do bad things. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, before we get into the playlist, what type of music do you tend to listen to? Um, I listen to a lot of world music. Um, my first Spotify, yeah, <laughs> Spotify thinks I speak French fluently, and they send me a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I say they change your your language <laughs> settings on you. Yeah, they just they're just like, oh, you're like some, you're just some like hipster. Uh, like chill uh, French chick from, <laughs> and they just send me like really cool uh, like. French, um, I want to say like French punk, but not really punk because it's a lot more chill, like funk or, um, but like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, uh, Jeune Noir. Uh, they have this know. cool like beach, like 1960s, like beach okay. rock vibe, but it's all in French. And then there's this really great, um, it's called Palatine. And it's no this idea. guy with this really like sultry, like, low voice 
Yes, nice. And um, it's this like really dark blues music. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm to, pretty cool. So, so Junoir and what's the other one? Palatine. Palatine. P a l a t i n e. Yeah, they're okay. both completely. I have no idea what they're saying, but I, it's good. You know, I like to guess and I like to right. practice. I I'll check them. Out. I like had a week that I hit people. I didn't hit people. I like asked on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, does anyone have any recommendations for like non English speaking musicians? Oh, I have so many. I also like um, the Marias. They're in Spanish. I'm more familiar with them. That name sounds more familiar. Yeah, but I don't really know. So their stuff is so sweet. And then I also like um, Little Jesus. But that uh, they're like some indie. Yeah, Little Jesus. Little Jesus. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, Christian, not Christian music. <laughs> no, it's Maybe. not Christian at all. No, they're um, cool. They're like indie. Um, yeah, I when I outsourced it to Facebook, I was like. I was expecting everyone to send me stuff that just sounded like cigarettes. Oh, um, no. And then I realized like, oh, wait, other countries like music that's not atmospheric indie rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, surprise. Uh, <laughs> because I was mainly like looking for stuff to listen to like while I read because I was mm. like, oh, you know, if I can't understand the language, then it doesn't matter. Then it's not going to sink in there. And yeah. then like people were like, oh, check out Ramstein. And I'm like, I know Ramstein. Duh, like, people. Get more creative. Yeah. yeah. Um, Steiner sent me a couple things that were interesting staying in like cool I forget what they are now yeah. but like there's Japanese a great funk rock. musician um, there's like a, actually a lot of great funk and soul that was happening in Africa uh, that we're not really aware of so cool. I've been listening to like um, Nigerian soul um, there's a really great uh, artist named um, Fela Kuti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody he, knows yeah. him. I thought I was the only one. I was like, oh, He's my like God. He's, like, super famous. I think yeah. there was a Broadway musical about him. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> like, I discovered him. That's, like, the, the privilege in me. I'm the only one that knows him. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like to listen to that stuff, too. I also like this um, Quebec artist named um, Bernard Adamus, and he kind of okay. sounds like, it's kind of like gypsy rock type nice. stuff but it's it's also kind of folk see well, I don't when you said gypsy rock I thought folk music yeah I don't want so. it to make it sound like Google Bordello because it's not like that okay. but it's like kind of like cabaret but okay. also like Amanda Palmer mm, yeah sort okay. of like that cool. but I would highly recommend it all right dope. yeah well let's hop into the playlist that has nothing that sounds like that. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. songs for when you're doing bad things. What was your approach to this playlist? Okay. So I like to think like, I like to do bad. I do bad things naturally. Cause I'm, I have an avoidant personality. So okay. like I was arrested once. Why? It's so stupid. I just, <laughs> I let my registration expire and then they, they, they suspended my license and, and I was still driving license. around. Oh yeah. Cause I got, I got a phobia about going into the DMV and the, yeah, the or, court. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just got, I got worried about it and then I, I let it expire <laughs> and, um, it's, and then you were arrested for, I was, I drew. Okay. So the, <laughs> the story is terrible. I was in Middletown. I was driving away from a mic and, and one of my lights was out. So Oh, so they pulled you over. They pulled me like over. A standard check and then Yeah. And then the guy it gets worse. The guy was like, Look, I'm not gonna if you can find a friend to drive you to their house, then uh you know, I won't arrest you. So I found someone in Middletown to come pick me up. But then the next morning, I was so worried about changing out the light and getting rid of that ticket 
that I drove to a different police station and turned yourself in. And no, I, I was like, I was like, look, I fixed the light. And the man was like, oh, but there's another, there's another, t- did you drive this here? And I was like, yes. And he was like, ma'am, come with me. <laughs> and I was arrested at like 10 a.m. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the stupidest. So this isn't like arrest. the type of bad things that like. I <laughs> Not your normal bad things. Like I do bad things on accident. <laughs> I do really atrocious, uh, atrocious things on accident. So like listening to your playlist, I was like, yeah. Uh, I also get very angry though. I have like I impulse control well, and I end up apologizing a lot. Just so, like, so like we don't know each other super well, mm-hmm. you know, but like, you know, we see each other around, we do mics and you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Oh, you know, I know Renee well enough. And when you were like songs for doing bad things, I'm like, this is going to be interesting. And then like you send me a lot of these songs and I was like, okay, some of these are kind of corny, but some of these are also like kind of badass. So I'm like, either Renee's like was a gangster in the fifties <laughs> and, and, and or she like commits serious crimes or like this is all super tongue in cheek and think, it's a little bit of both. I think in, in a past life, but I, I was definitely like filled with a rage. nefarious person. Yeah, but it's, you know what it is? It's like, I'm, I like, I feel like women are expected a lot of the times to like repress how they're feeling. Right. And so like my background, I feel like I don't express myself the first time. And so then I end up getting really mad and and like freaking out and people are like, what's the matter? And I'm just like, you know, if you listened to me the first time, this, I, we wouldn't be here. See, you know? I just let things simmer and then I get blackout drunk and then I end up. So we have like a similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so that was your. <laughs> right. Sorry. But, I lost oh, my oh and then I okay, had a different. Yeah. I also had a different thought in mind. Like, like everyone loves heist movies, right? Yes. Those are the coolest things. I got things. that vibe a lot from your place. Yeah. So I kind I try to think Which of... Which I try to embrace too. Yeah. I try to think of different characters. Like there's always like the tech guy. There's always the guy that's like drives the getaway car. There's right. the schmoozer. There's the distraction. There's like all these people have different things. And I feel like all of us inside have this like different... Um, different ways that we like to be bad. Right. So I tried to put that into the nice. playlist. Cool. Mm-hmm. cool. Um, well, so let's hop right into it. The other thing you did in an attempt to be bad is I told you 10 song, 10 ish songs, which is what I tell everyone. And then I'm like, that means like nine to 15, <laughs> you know, and you sent me 22 songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, this when, is how I feel about rules. Well, when I'm you first tossing sent them out to the me, window, you, you sent like 16 and I was like, okay, I could work with that. So like when uh, a lot of the time I'll try to like match the number of songs so that like this is easy. And then you were like, oh, I changed it. And I was like, okay. And then I'm like, this is so much longer. I'm not going <laughs> to add a lot more, but See, hold, I'm a bad girl. Um, <laughs> Follow the rules. <laughs> but so let's, let's just hop right into your playlist. Let's do it. Um, I know we said we were going to lump some together, but it eh, doesn't matter. Okay. Um, let's, uh, your first song was Spoonful by Howlin' Wolf. It could be a spoonful of diamond 
Yes. Um, which this is a little bit w- made me think of like a heist movie. Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, um, Holland Wolf is like one of the most successful blues. like blues guys yeah. around. Um, he was part of the Chess Records yeah. uh, movement. Um, when I I lived in, uh, my family's from Chicago, and we would go down to the South Side okay. uh, for. Uh, the the Sunday markets and um, we would hear blues music. So it was one of my first um, really like introductions to it. Uh, But the thing I love about uh, blues music is that they really talk about how stuff actually was in the 50s and the 60s. It's very true to life. I I read an essay by this guy. I want to say it was John Jeremiah Sullivan who's like a, a, he's a freelance writer. He's put out like two books but he did like this great essay about like how the blues is preserved and like Mm -hmm. analyzed and studied and like I went on a deep dive on like some of the artists he was talking about who I'd never heard of and I was like oh this is interesting and they were super influential Um, a lot of them were from Mississippi and made their way up to Chicago and because of the way that they amplified guitars it had like a huge influence on on, yeah uh, Led Zeppelin uh, the Beatles um, so many people yeah. made a trip to Chicago and were influenced. Um, what's the other band? Oh, I can't think of that. Not Cream. Um, um, the guy with the, the Mick Rolling Jagger. Stone. Oh, Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. <laughs> Sometimes my brain does that. I'm thinking of like too much stuff right, at the same yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they 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 made a trip to visit with Muddy Waters and he completely right. changed how Keith Richards was playing the guitar. That. So, um, and there was Wolf of Wall Street uh, where uh, he played a lot of Howlin' Wolf stuff, uh, Scorsese. I feel like I should have known that because I, I just wa- I just rewatched that movie. Yeah, um, so. But yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I wrote that it's very like Tarantino-like. It yeah. reminded me, have you seen Death Proof? I haven't seen that yet. Um, a a lot of people say it's Tarantino's worst, uh, but I enjoy it a lot. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'm a 25 year old boy, <laughs> so like that's kind of, but like that's kind of like what I felt like. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like sexy and like dark and like I don't know. I think that the main reason we do bad things is because there's like a erotic, fun appeal to it. Yeah, and this whole talk about a spoonful. Um, you know, it really talks about the heroin yeah. use and a lot of the blues musicians at that time weren't using heroin, yeah. not necessarily him specifically, but, but you see it and you're kind yeah. of like influenced by and it. And it's alluded to a lot in the lyrics. Yeah. So I think that's a very, it's, it's still pretty current for yeah. us, I think uh, too. Especially uh, I've been reading a lot about the opioid epidemic recently mm-hmm. and it has ruined my life. I know. It's <laughs> Even though sad. I know no one that does heroin. It's I mean, sad. Maybe I do. It's hard. It's yeah. So I've, I've since moving to New York, I've met more and more people that have been affected by it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's terrible, but it's like, yeah, just this like little tiny, this craving for this little tiny bit of substance yeah. can really like, I've been listening to uh, Artie Lang on podcasts and he's been talking about it and I'm like, oh, at least yeah. he makes it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's able to kind of find uh, the irony in the situation. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I've been I've been reading a lot about um, uh, like anxiety and depression right. and there's this really good book by Johan Hari and he sort of talks about uh, the whole, the 
it's called um, Following the, the Scream. Okay. And um, he talks about sort of how how people got into heroin and why, you know, uh, the the regulation has really caused us to turn to right. drugs more frequently than if it was uh, just a regulated open substance. Well, yeah, the book I'm reading right now, um, Welcome to Hell World, um, it's this guy, Luke O'Neill, who, like, he's really, like, a great, like, journalist, but he kind of, like, just kind of goes off on his own, and he's like, I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna call the bad guys the bad guys, and, like, he's written a ton about the opioid epidemic and, like, how, like, the, the Sackler family is really responsible for, if not all of it, a lot of it, and, like, yeah. where we're at now, and, like, you just read it, and you get angry and sad and, like... Yeah, I mean, like how how um, the pharmaceutical companies um, package and distribute things, and how they influence doctors. It really, um, it's it's a shame, and it's it's a huge it's a huge it's it's a big problem that's very complex, and it it has like a long history. So I think I think if you if you really come down to it, it's like what does a person like need at the end of the day to get by, and it's like. This is kind of like that, you yeah. know, different different spoonfuls. Let's move on to something. I mean, this is still depressing, but <laughs> a little less depressing. My first pick, which was Folsom Prison Blues by John Cash. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down the San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever... Ah, I love this song so much. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, And I figured, like, I needed something that was, like, a true, like, criminal song. And I figured this is a good opener. I'm glad, because I was thinking about this song, too. I was trying not to add it. (laughs) And then you added it, and I was like, yes! (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this is, you know, it's just such a great Johnny Cash album, and you know, kind of everything about it is a little iconic where you just hear him be like, hi, I'm Johnny Cash. And then crowd cheers and like, freak out. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. And you know, it, it's kind of become a little bit of a joke to be like, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. But like, <laughs> there's an aspect of that that I'm like, this is just a cool. So song. badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some people that I definitely am like, I would shoot you and watch you die and I'd be okay with it. And that's kind of scary, but it's yeah. like, you know. I, I'm i kind of like at the point where I'm like, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I could kill someone, but like if I saw a bus coming, I'd be like. Mm. Mm, yeah, or a subway. There's like yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. I, like it was only until last year where I had like a couple people on my list where I was like, <laughs> I now have a list. I was like, if I saw you, like you may or may not end up in front of the four, five, six train, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I'm going to try my hardest. Like I would probably have to force myself well, to leave the room. Well, that's like those but. weird, like impulsive thoughts where like not impulse. What's th- intrusive thoughts where like you kind of walk down to the subway and you're like, I could just push someone. Yeah. And, you're like, it's so easy, yeah. but, but um, it's not. And I, <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and speaking of prisons, uh, you picked me up at the Ossining station. Right by today. Sing Sing prison. Yeah, the infamous which, Sing Sing prison. Yes, which I don't think it's a prison anymore. I think it's a jail. Wow, it's been downgraded. But, yeah, okay. It's, okay. But I, I mean, it's you. it's still there. You I know. see you, Austin. It's still a thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's like, it's incredible because I've seen all these movies about Sing Sing and now I'm I like <laughs> full past it. I'm like, wow, well, that's, that's it. where like the phrase up the river comes from and like yeah, things like that. And, and it and, has like, so many like connotations. Yeah. And, yeah. It reminds me of like breakfast at Tiffany's or she had to go meet the, you know, her. The, her mafia connection at Sing Sing. I have and never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's okay. That's okay. It's a really, it's a really girly film. Um, well, you she's just bad. like her mafia connection. Yeah, she's she's a she's a bad bitch because she's living off of, um, like she's basically uh, is a communication point for the mob, and so she'll right. have like she'll go to Sing Sing, have lunch with. Uh, the boss and then she'll go back to New York and she'll talk to whoever she needs to talk to and they talk to her in code so she doesn't really know what they're saying but they know everything and um, it's good. It's a good movie. So like this has shattered what I've thought Breakfast at Tiffany's was about <laughs> because mm. like I, I, she's I, know a badass. No, I know nothing about it so I'm just like I'm like oh it's about jewelry and like no she's a bad girl. That's cool. I'll check that yeah, out. Yeah I should. also it's also tragic because it's about uh, the the movie makes it into like it's about how one man is in love with her but she's like not she she does she wants to be liberated right you know she wants to be free okay. and he's like no but I love you that actually makes a little bit more because so. I was gonna say my my one big connection that I've drawn with uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's is there's a Wonder Years song I like where it's oh, about him going fine. through a breakup mm-hmm. and he says uh, she watches Breakfast at Tiffany's it cons her completely. I guess Sarah Marshall does the same for me. So I'm always <laughs> just like, oh, it's just like forgetting Sarah Marshall, just old. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's a little I mean, bit like with, that. Where you're like, oh yeah, one man loves her. I'm like, that's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, well, there's this, the, the opening to the film is really beautiful. She's walking down the, like, walking down like Fifth Avenue in the morning and there's like no one around and she, you hear this, this music and it's just a sad lilting song and it's about how like you could be in this this huge city like New York and still feel like completely alone. Right. It's like it's just so beautiful in nice. that way. But Folsom Prism Blues <laughs> also has that because you you he puts you into that cell right. and you see the train coming by and he like imagines all the people in the train. Yeah. And I've been I feel like I've been in jobs where I felt like I felt like that, like I felt like I was trapped, and I see I mean, people. I, I, I've, I mean, I feel like <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, but no, I, I feel that it, it, you know where I, it's a, it's an extreme connection <laughs> to make. But I mean, I mean, I yeah. think that's also why this song has kind of persevered and become a classic where people do relate to it. Where like, even though there is like the aspect where like there's a romanticism to Johnny Cash, where you're like oh, you know, he was the man in black, he was hardcore, and he mm-hmm. wrote all these dark, great songs. There is the aspect where you're listening and you're like, oh, no, I understand what this feels like, even though it's... Yeah, and it's that authenticity where yeah. you're able to really connect with the material. Exactly. It's yeah. Very, like, Springsteenian. Yes, the boss. <laughs> I love uh, him. <laughs> let's move into your next pick, uh, which is Last Caress by The Misfits. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love the song. Like just even thinking about the song, like I love, I love the lyrics this where is he like was like, to me. "Oh yeah, oh I'm pandering." Um, good. Uh, I just, I love the lyrics where he's like, um, "I killed your baby today." Like I hope it's dead. It like, doesn't matter much I, to me as long as it's dead. Yeah, like I raped your mother today. <laughs> doesn't matter much to me as long as she's spread. It's it. just like. Yes, like, oh, like, oh, yeah. I just like so whenever. So you put this on and imagine just going out, killing babies, raping mothers. Um. I, I dated this guy that was a complete narcissist. Okay, and I told him. I like spent an entire day like basically emotionally coddling him. And then when I turned to him and I was like, do you want a relationship? He's like, I'm not really looking for that right now. And then two week, like two days later, he found a girlfriend. Like I, I honestly think they're still together. They might be married. Um, That's how disgust. I know. Did you date so me mad. in 2016? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done shit like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess you know. You're. But just, so, do you put this on and just like rage about this? Was that? yeah. This was like the first time. Like this was my first time to encounter the misfits. Like I was okay. really late to the misfits. Yeah. Um, but they're it, easy to miss. I've just, I, yeah, I'd never really felt this much rage at a person. And I never really felt like, you know what, if your entire family burned alive and I happened to set that house on fire, I wouldn't. You're going to drive wouldn't. away. Yeah. Crank up Glenn Danzig. <laughs> I got something to say. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? The people that created you are probably just as shitty as you are. So I hope you burn. <laughs> I'm going to punish that's your whole family. The whole family. That's how I felt. And I still kind of feel this I way. I mean, if he gets that girl pregnant, you could kill their baby and put this on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. Cute, cute evil laugh. No, I no. Look, I don't. I don't really want anybody to be harmed, especially because he was. Well, I think that's the the big subtext to everything we say on this yeah. going forward. Um, because it like in retrospect, he loved talking about um, H.P. Lovecraft and fly fishing. Oh. And I'm like, Lovecraft is a bad person. So. I'm like, I'm okay if I never have to hear you talk about fly fishing ever again. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I won in the end. That's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, Danzig is, he's legendary. I love his best. voice. Yeah. I, I just saw the misfits like three weeks ago um, <gasps> and I lost my shit when they did this. So I know. I, I really cried. I also, I wanted to add in the song attitude, but I was trying to keep the number of songs down, but I <laughs> <laughs> didn't do a very good job. Of it. No. <laughs> it's because I just like being so bad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to my next pick, which is the boys are back by the drop, the, the dropkick Murphys. Um, 
I, I feel like I could have put Shipping Up to Boston because like people mm-hmm. like that song, but also I gotta be true to myself. Um, right. You gotta you gotta follow um, like what's deep down. Yeah. And this song kind of like makes me like if like Johnny Cash is like set in the mood, this is like getting in the car where you're yeah. like, you know, you're going out with, with the boys and you're like you're looking for trouble. You got your crew together, <laughs> exactly. you're gonna go tear up. Yeah, see, I've yeah, this is like that whole like heist heist mentality. Yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. who would be in that car with you? Do you have like some ideas? Uh well, so I end up thinking I dropkick Murphy's do this to me naturally, where like I've got like my two like best friends that I've known since I was one since I was born, one we've been friends since we were like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And like when we were in high school, we would just like get in the car and like listen to dropkick Murphy's and racist music, but you know, we won't go into that. All right. Um, wow. Well, I'll see you later, James. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> but like we would put on like the dropkick Murphy's and like we would just like, you know, we talk about doing bad things and then we wouldn't do them. Um, But like, this is sort of like the type of song where like, you're like, you know, you're walking the streets and you're like, all right, we're looking for trouble. Maybe you got like a baseball bat with like barbed wire at the end and you're like banging it in your open palm and you're like, is it going to hurt your palm? Cause there's like barbed wire. Well, it's only at the top. Oh, okay. Sorry. I've never, I've never wrapped a baseball bag, but if anyone has any tips out there, (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. I mean, did you guys ever, did you guys ever vandalize anything? Um, probably not. We probably did. I don't even know. I like, I know that I used to like, I, I don't even know. I I know like I would always like write shit in bathroom stalls, but like who doesn't? Those are cool. I love those. <laughs> I've been noticing more of those now that I hang out in New York more and um I don't there's some of them are just like suck a dick and then well, there's yeah. I'd just be like let me like scrawl like fuck you across like the the bathroom stall at this pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, and you're like ha 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 Cheryl. Yeah. This will I don't know why Cheryl will be reading this. So you'd be like, ha ha Bobby. Like, Bobby I don't know. in men's room who like doesn't get he's like some thirteen year old wrote fuck you here. <laughs> <laughs> he has such nice handwriting. <laughs> oh, I don't have any. You never. So uh, like, I'll show you my like, handwriting like after mumbling, this. but <laughs> well, no, I I can write clearly if I need to, but my yeah. my handwriting's off. <laughs> I used to like when I was in middle school. I was a little bit of a bully, and there was this girl. Um, shout out to oh, I shouldn't say her name. She was great, actually, in retrospect. Like, but you were mean to her. I I was really insecure, and I thought you know I thought what she was doing was funny. She would have just a lot of she would put so much glitter on her eyelids and it was like it looked like well, like a glitter board like a glitter what oh board. like yeah it was just she had like inches of glitter like just crusted on her face and she talked with a lisp no. but she was still popular right. and she still uh she was still really good at swimming i was a swimmer and uh, so I started sticking like these cartoons in her locker. Did she know it was you? Yeah, oh. she knew it was me like almost immediately, and she tried to have like an adult conversation. And then, <laughs> and I denied it. I was such a coward. Did you mock her? You talked with a lisp to her? <laughs> no, no. I was just like, no, I would never do that. That's not what I do. I don't do those sorts of things. And she's like, Renee, listen, we can be friends. 
okay, like we can be friends. We can do this. I want to be nice to you. Like you're cool. And I was so, you know, but she was actually, she was actually a really great person and I'm sure she's out there doing nice Did things. Did you ever make up or? We tolerated each other, okay. but it was weird because we were on the same swim, swim team, team and I just had to pretend like I wasn't a loser and stuck all this hate mail <laughs> in her locker. Like it's just, it's just stupid. It's, I had too much time on my hands. So, let's anyways. go. Let's go into your next pick, which was uh, "Vicious" by Lou Reed. Yes, this is like I personally feel like this is one of my theme songs. Okay, like I, I don't I have can see that. This, yeah, yeah, this is like this kind of sounded like walk up music to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you're like come to the stage now, Renee stands like vicious. Down, 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 down. Yeah, I love it. I love because he's like I would like he says all these things. He's like I see you walking down the street. I want to like run away. Um, I'm, that's not verbatim. I can't. You also had like a line about coming, right? Or am I? When you want to come. Here. To, I, I listen I'm to this song all the time and I can't remember the lyrics. I mean, I um, I should be better prepared. But yeah, keep talking. But um, I, the, the thing about me is that I have a really like dry, uh, like, a dry sense of humor at times and sometimes I, I have an issue with being like sincere versus sarcastic and people can't tell they like actually think I'm a bitch when I'm trying to be nice I'm like oh great I'm like oh great good for you like I'm so proud of you right now like you did such Vicious. a great job and they'll be like are you are you mocking me right now <laughs> and I, I had an issue like I mean I end up thinking that whenever anyone says things like that to me. So yeah, like, I think people yeah. aren't used to um, having people be their cheerleaders. Like right. I, I try to say stuff to my friends now where I'm like, wow, I'm really proud you did that. And I try to be, I try to sound super sincere. Right. But the way you just said it sounds sarcastic. <laughs> See what I mean? I know. I'm, like, I'm really proud of you right now. <laughs> it must be the when, when I pause, but yeah, so I try to be like I try to be nice to people, and they take it the wrong way, or like the way that I I like look away when I say things, right? And I think people just—it's hard to be like complimentary to people. People don't want to hear nice yeah. things, um, especially for me. I just like look like I'm judging you, yeah. But it's just my astigmatism, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like my eyes can't focus. Ah. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, but this is this is uh, you know I I really so do you feel like Lou Reed is singing this to you? Yeah, I feel like he's <laughs> talking about me. He's like I I know this. I know Renee's vicious and an acerbic asshole, <laughs> and uh, not the kind of person I'd even want to meet. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like a lot of people. Yeah, I like meet them, and then the next time I see them, they're, they're just like, like oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go. So no, Renee, 
Good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> I would beat you with a baseball bat if I had one. <laughs> with would, barbed wire at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, bring it on. Um, so this this gave me like strong outsiders feels too. Like yeah. uh, the S.E. Hinton. That's her last mm-hmm. name. Yeah. That book. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. I actually I've never read that book, but I saw there was a movie with Tom Cruise. Yes. And like Rob Lowe and <laughs> like, like all of any the other, yeah, superstars. Yeah. yeah, I never saw the movie, so I well, I never read the. <laughs> <laughs> so together we've we've done both. We've accomplished nothing. Um, no, but but yeah, I feel like it's when you have a bad reputation for saying and doing terrible things, and you're just like an annoying asshole. And I feel like it, yeah, it really it goes back like, to hey, my why days. Don't you swallow razor blades. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> people definitely like I've definitely gotten like Renee I hate you and I and they'll be like ha 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 and I'm like are you serious right now I mean do people say Renee I hate you ha 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 I don't know <laughs> I feel like I when people say I hate you and then laugh like that, that doesn't mean they hate Yeah, they're like, I hate you. Like someone recently texted to me like, I hate you, LMAO. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, can we talk about this? So if I really um, want to get under your skin, I just have to start saying I hate you. Ha ha ha. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but if anyone does that, I will end you. Like I have no problems. Everyone like, that listens to this message, Renee, I hate <laughs> you. LOL, LMAO, ROFLL. I will L-O-L. end you. <laughs> Just kidding. I have too much stuff to do. So uh, let's roll on to my next pick, which is Jailbreak by Thin Lizzy. I mean, he, he, I, I can't picture him. I, I know that like he's, he's a black Irish guy. He's kind of like Prince, he's got but like, like Afro, right? Yeah, but he's like more muscly. No. And I'm like, cute. And then he killed himself. So <sighs> that's because he's such a tortured, tortured, <laughs> tortured soul. Artist. So, but and yeah. Like the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are back in town. But uh, I put jailbreak. Because I went, I went literal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna break into Austinine or sing, it, sing Sing, and then, and then we're break, gonna break out. out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I always think of this is a really dumb reference. Have you ever seen the movie Detroit Rock City? Oh no! It's awful. It's it's a bad movie. <laughs> I love it, but okay. it's it's not good. But it's campy. No, it's just kind of like if you. Like if I was 13 years old and you asked me to make a movie, it's the type of movie I would have made. <laughs> it's about like four guys going to a Kiss concert. Wow. Um, in the 70s. Okay. All <laughs> um, right. That That is at their height. I yeah, get it. But like 
there's one scene where like the one guy's mom takes him to like a, a Catholic boarding school and mm-hmm. she's like, you're going here. You can't listen to this devil music, blah, blah, blah. And then like they break him out of the school to go to the kiss concert and jailbreak plays. <laughs> so like if I'm going from the boys are back into this, I'm like, this is like just speeding down the highway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause, cause the lyrics are so good at really painting the picture, but yeah. it's like, cool it's like i don't know somehow he makes it sound like sleek and cool and fun instead of like oh my god they might shoot you dead right it's like oh we're cool guys yeah we're just gonna like well it makes you think like oh we're gonna get out of jail and just like party yeah (laughs) we're just gonna have like a good time we're not gonna try to like steal rape or murder we're not gonna have to worry about going back to jail we're out we're out we made it out and now it's all good get out of jail and like you you can't go back you know You got to commit more crimes. <laughs> Once you escape, you're fine. Once you escape, you're good. Yeah, we did it. But you yeah, know. and it's got like those cool riffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the guitar licks and the, um, you know, I, I'm when I listen to music, I always listen to like the drums and okay. the bass because... I try to do that more, but I'm not good at it. No, I, I feel like it just depends on what you're like what you set out to do in music. Yeah. Like a lot of people are really um, attracted to melody. Yeah. But um, when I, w- I used to play in uh, the jazz band. And so we were like, what I feel like instrument I, did you play? I played, so I played clarinet because okay. I wanted to be like Benny Goodman. But then uh, now I know Artie Shaw is way cooler. But uh, I also, <laughs> they don't really have that much music for clarinet. So I also played like the alto and the tenor saxophone. So, but you would always, they, you know, the, the people setting you up. Right. Are the, the, uh, the you know, the bass. The rhythm section. And, yeah, yeah. And the drums. So I just love, I love the bass in this song and I just feel like because I'll have he's, to pay more attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. But also, I mean, the guitar licks are just so iconic. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't go wrong with like dual licks from Ben Lizzie. No, no, for sure. I love it. Um, let's move into your next pick, which is Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Yes. <laughs> like you've been sabotaged yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and you wish it was on like some sort of bigger scale but it's just like oh no this person like didn't respond to my to email my <laughs> yeah. and you're just like I just like the beginning where it's just like what? you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, it's just it's so it's so good and it just it really I love all this all these songs because they really raise your like testosterone yeah. and I feel like for women 
they know. get the blood pumping. And yeah, this is also a song that I would listen to like before going on stage because yeah, I feel yeah, like it would really. Yeah, this is a, a good hype song. Yeah. Like if you're scared to do anything, if you're scared to really take that stand, if you're scared to stage that military coup, this <laughs> song will get you there. Like the way you're holding the mic right now, you sound, you look like you're I'm about just to rally. So excited like <laughs> about the song. I just can't. Uh. Um, yeah, if, I just love this song so much. If like much. a group of like four guys walked into a bar and this started playing and they just like stopped in the doorway, I would probably leave the bar because I'm like, I'm not fucking oh, with these guys. Oh, 100%. 100%. But also like, yeah, if this song started playing and, you know, I needed to, to like... Uh, flee from the police. Like if I was OJ Simpson in that white Bronco, <laughs> this is the song right. that I would choose because I'm just like, You'd you know like, what? There's oh, no turning back. This. I'm yeah. hitting this accelerator and I'm just going. I'm going for it no right. matter what. You yeah. know they eventually caught OJ, right? Yeah, and he had like, yeah, he was like crawling 911 and he was like threatening to commit suicide. And then he got so, away with it. Right, but yeah. maybe if he was playing this song, Maybe he would have felt differently. Well, maybe he was playing the song, and that's why he was found innocent. (laughs) We don't know who killed those people. (laughs) It's true. He was found innocent. And I blame the LAPD for their shoddy uh, workmanship and um, their inability to collect evidence and keep it keep it safe. I mean, I don't they have know. a bad o- reputation. OJ wrote that, bo- that book uh, where he said, if I did do it, and he said what he would do. Who so. let him write that? <laughs> who let him? Probably, I mean, who did that? Um, if, it, if it's any consolation, Ron Goldman's family gets all the money for I it. I am upset I mean, for everyone involved. Like you said, he's just like, you know, if I did do it, this is how I would, but I didn't do it. It, it was sabotage. <laughs> it was sabotage. <laughs> and you said uh, it gave OJ a bad reputation, which is a good transition into my next pick, which is Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. That's a good trip. I would have said it in that moment. Um, but yeah, I figured I was like, I, I figured I needed this because, like, you know, it, it's I iconic. It's Joan Jet. Yeah. yeah. This isn't my favorite Joan Jet. And to be totally honest, I'm kind of sick of this song because it gets well, played. Ronda Rousey plays it all the Does time. She? Yeah. I don't watch it. I watch, um, no. Or UFC, uh, whatever. No, it is. it's um, WWE. WWE. They're, they're all the same to me. They're not because <laughs> they literally get pummeled in the UFC and, and WWE. It's, it's worse. That's like long-term brain concussions right. that you're not aware have actually happened because everyone thinks it's fake. But no, I don't I don't appreciate her playing it all the time. I'd like her to stop. I'd like her to make her own theme song. Right. Because I love this song. She could walk out to like a Code Orange song. She could walk out to anything. It's wrong. Like, 
I I start walking out to Silver Spring by Fleetwood Mac. Ah, fucking anything (laughs) because she could get in that ring and really mess these women up. Right? They, I mean, she's she's playing by their rules, but I feel like if she was given the a real opportunity to fuck these women up, it would be just like boom, boom, right. and they'd be down. Yeah, they're not prepared. They'd be like, oh, this is a fake fight, and then she'd just be like elbow, knee, and then she'd just kale. Don't give a damn about my rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like all these other women pro, they should actually do this. All these other women pro wrestlers have to come in and like actually fight her. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to see you actually fight this bitch with your like moves. Right. So, I don't know. I know nothing about pro wrestling. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> I what, love pro wrestling. It's so I'm. I I respect it for what it is, but I mean, there, I mean, it a, takes some serious the athletic. Goats have an album about pro wrestling, and like that got me super. I love Glow. Oh, That's Glow a, is great. Glow is great but, yeah, uh, but I also feel like that doesn't really like give me any. Uh, I'm like, I don't know anything about the WWE. I watched the Andre the Giant documentary. I need to see that. He's so amazing. It's it's a a fun watch. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I forgot that they made it. Um, But but yeah. But I mean, I do think the song gets played out a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, just because like it's like anytime you like watch a movie and like someone like like changes their appearance where they're like, oh, I'm going to go goth. It's like bad reputation plays or like, oh yeah, it was the theme song to freaks and geeks and Mm -hmm. like love it. But like, yeah. No, no, people need to leave. I realize I picked this and I'm now saying I hate it. (laughs) I personally really hate the song, but that's why we're going to choose to be bad and say I hate it when I actually love it. But, you know, I feel like when you like do something bad and you're like, I got to just not give a shit, you know? Yeah, you you need to forget about like what other people are going to think about. What the fuck? And you're like, yeah. Or, you know, um, uh, I love that Jay-Z quote. What I eat doesn't make you shit. And I think about that all the time. I'm just like, you know what? I'm living my life and I don't care what you think about it. I mean, I do actually care a lot about what other people think. <laughs> I mean, I, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, w- it would be nicer not to think about yeah. your reputation. So let's, uh, this pairs nicely with your next pick, which is Smack a Bitch by Rico Nasty. just found out about this song and oh, I, I had love Rico nasty. I, She's the bomb. Yeah. Because I feel like it perfectly ties like hip hop and punk together. Yeah. She's, she's very brutal. I listened to, I got into her with her most recent album, which is anger management. And mm-hmm. like it's, it struck me because I was like, Oh, this is intense and like brutal and like it's hip hop, but it's also like, it's, it's like what I want the emo rap to be. Right. It's like, uh, cause I feel like a lot of, I don't know. I've heard a lot of like scream core in my life and this is just way harder yeah. than that. Like just the way that, um, 
like the the beats come in and it's just like very like gnarly and then she comes in and she's like you know i don't care who you are like don't make me come up and hit you because i will yeah and i just i i've never like i've watched maury and i've watched (laughs) you know a lot of these shows where people like take off their earrings and then they take off their shoes and they're like all right we're gonna fight now i've never been in that situation. But if you were, you but would want to smack sometimes I envision myself just like smacking somebody. When I when I put on uh, anger management, I'm just like, all right, fuck yeah, let's fucking, fucking go. Do this. And I'm ready to start screaming at people and then like, but really I'm just sitting on the train being like, what am I going to say at my open mic? Oh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no, I, that's, this is the t- t- kind of energy that I like to bring on stage because I think it allows me to um, speak more clearly. Yeah. And I think I get, I'm like not afraid to communicate my point as much. So I use it for good, not evil, but... I don't know. It Debatable. might be fun. Yeah. I mean, we all, if we use it for stand-up comedy, are we really using it for good? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to convince everyone to start recycling. <laughs> I'm going to stop global warming. Uh, let's go into my next pick, which is My Idea Fun by The Stooges. album, The Weirdness, mm-hmm. which isn't like a classic Stooges album. <laughs> Not really. But kind of, it wasn't my first exposure to the Stooges, mm-hmm. but it was kind of where I was like, oh, this is cool. And like, yeah. it kind of has that same sort of feeling that like the Misfits song has where, you know, the chorus is like, my idea of fun is killing everyone. And you're like, <laughs> is there really? Cause you wouldn't be here. If it was. Well, exactly. You would be killing people. Cause but, that's what killers do. They don't just like talk about it. But it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, you know, the Stooges always have that like surf rock sort of like, uh, sort of similar to the Lou Reed outsiders feel, but like yeah. where like Lou Reed's like, Oh, we're walking up and we have our switchblades out. The Stooges are like, all right, and now we're stabbing people. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, switchblade out. Step two, stab. <laughs> exactly. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, this isn't like a great Stooges song or mm-hmm. anything, but you know, it, it encourages bad behavior. You didn't have to rationalize it, <laughs> but I mean like, do, do you, what do you like, what drew you most to the, to the, this song in particular, do you think? Um, well, so I got into uh, are you a Bam Margera fan or a Jackass fan or? Yeah, yeah, okay. I like I like Bam Margera. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to watch it growing okay. up. 
uh, just because I like am naturally uh, clumsy. So my parents are like, you don't need to see any of this. I'm like, I ain't okay. I'll watch Jeopardy instead. No big. Um, that was probably a better decision. Um, but he had like a, a mini series on MTV, like after Viva La Bam ended, uh, called Bam's Unholy Union, where oh, yeah. uh, it was like him planning his wedding with his now ex-wife. Um, but the band they got to play at their wedding was the Stooges. And like, this is the song that they played in the episode. Wow. So like, I kind of always have it associated with like jackass bullshit. <laughs> and this, and this unholy union. Exactly. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Could put on like the We're making bad decisions that we will definitely regret later. Yeah. But, uh, we're ready to go. Exactly. That's cool. So, you know, it's, it's got like that, it's got that jackass feel to it, you know, which is, I feel most important for dude. They like, they really changed comedy and like what it means to, you know, there's always like Americans funniest videos and they're like, no, we are, we we're we, making, we're going to do it. These aren't by mistake. And these guys are fearless. Yeah. Like all the stuff that they've been through and they're still, Well, when I was 13, I just wanted to be on jackass. That was it. I was like, right? I want to be in a band and I want to be in jackass. This is the <laughs> and, ultimate, the ultimate journey. And now for me, I'm like, that's scary. But <laughs> know, you right? know. like, uh, I'll pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on to your next song, which is uh, Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. Got a big plan, this mindset, maybe it's right at the right place and right time, maybe tonight in a whisper or handshake, sending a sign, want to make out and kiss hard, wait, never mind, late night in passing, mention it flipped to her best friend, it's no thing, maybe it slipped, but the slip turns to terror and a crush to like, then she walked in, he froze up, leave it to fright, it's cute in no way till you cannot speak, and you leave to have a cigarette and these get weak, escape was just a nod and a casual wave, obsessed about it heavy for the next two days, it's only just a crush, it'll go away, it's just like all the others, it'll go here on the playlist is kind of to break up smack a bitch in the other songs because I noticed that I really like songs that have like this clicking sound in it it's like click 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 okay. click I don't know why so I was trying to I was I'm trying to break that up um, <laughs> so tear you apart is kind of creepy because this guy is like talking about like grabbing this girl and like making like it's like a goth like killer song yeah because it's almost like you know he has this obsession yeah. with just like like tearing this like just right you know I want to fucking tear you yeah apart. he's gonna and it's just like the way that he repeats it it's and repeats it and repeats it yeah. is just like so creepy well because he's not really like I mean, he does raise his voice a little bit, but he's not screaming it. He's very like, and the, he doesn't really even, he doesn't really even sing it. He's, he's almost like, just saying, fuck, yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to fucking monotone. tear you apart. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn. So I, I do have a question. Is this a big band? 
because this is the second time in like three weeks that a song from this album has come up on this podcast. And like, I'd never heard of this band before. Um, you know, I've honestly only heard this song, but I, um, I don't think they're super huge. I'm going to like, I'm going to see if I can now my phone's freezing, but I don't know. I'm going to check because mm-hmm. I don't think it was this song that was on the other episode, mm-hmm. but like it, it, I I heard it and I was like, oh, this is like just like that. other. It's not like oh, just like it, but it's very similar. They like, have the, I've, I've listened to their album and a lot of their songs sound similar. Yeah. Like they kind of a one trick pony. Right. But I feel like they've this, found their style. Yeah. This mentality I think is kind of, um, the way that it repeats over and over again and like the energy behind it. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm probably projecting, but I feel like, um, comics might relate to that, like the sentiment and like right. the feel of the music just cause we're like kind of like OCD and stuff right. keeps like repeating. Well, repeating, you want to sound like tight and like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of pulled together even though you're like stuck in like this weird like routine where you know yeah. you're saying fucked up shit over and over again and like you end up desensitized to it right like, i don't know halfway I, through and then it comes back and you're like oh this yeah. is what he's saying <laughs> well yeah because because it's like i feel like as humans like we're animals right and so right. we think these things at like a very basic level and he's like saying all these things that are like a very basic emotion but like if you voiced what you wanted to do it would probably sound terrible, exactly. just like this song. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, speaking of doing terrible things. Let's move on to my next pick, which is "It's So Easy" by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> about doing bad things. Yeah. But this one specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Axl Rose, he's yeah. just like a walking disaster. Right. But and like especially in this song where he's just like 
it's just like walking around and he's just like turn around bitch i got a use for you and you're like oh that's a for, wow. for me i'm like that's a terrible thing i'm like to say, okay but axel like, but he attracts all these women they're like <laughs> hi well he did in the 1987 i don't know if he does now well no did you see uh rock of love with um, axel rose no i watched uh was he in an episode yeah, isn't it? It, it was is Brett a, Michaels. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Brett Michaels. <laughs> oh no! Don't worry. You're Axel's right. memorable. Brett Michaels, not so much. <gasps> no, because didn't Axel Rose? He, didn't he like end up getting weird dreads and like he yes. tried to? Yeah, no, he looks. No, Brett Michaels definitely won the aging, the yeah, aging Brett battle. Yeah, Mi- Brett Michaels, I feel, I mean, Grant, I haven't seen a picture of Brett Michaels since oh, Rock of I Love. Oh, man, I feel but bad. I feel Because so, Brett Michaels is like a nice... Guns N' like, Roses has a lot of good songs, and Poison has two good songs. Okay. Three good songs. Okay. I'll give them Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, geez, don't tell any of their friends. Calling Brett Michaels right now. Ah. And it's funny because I feel like I know a lot of people or like, I, I don't know. I grew up with some people that were into like poison and rat and all those and like Um, snake. And I just didn't pay attention to any. I had a little bit of a phase. My friend texted me today, Motley Crue, poison and one more. Fuck. I forget who, but another band Mm -hmm. of like that ilk are going to go on a big arena tour next summer. Wow. Um, yeah. But Which is either like amazing or like I can just put this on on my TV well, and invite my friends over. So for me, I'm like, all right, if I want to see Motley Crue and Poison and whoever the third band is, I I could go to, I'm going to get tickets to this and just knock them all out at once and then never see them again. Oh, um, wow. And like, but I'll get like cheap tickets. It was like, I did that when I saw Blink-182 and Lil Wayne. Oh, Because I sure. was like, I, I don't necessarily need to see either of them play, but if I see them both at the same time, then that's kind of worth the ticket. Yeah, yeah. So. I just don't like seeing stadium tours because I don't people are so small. Yeah. It doesn't I make any sense. S- I saw Lady Gaga at City Field a few years ago, and like, I was like, I'm basically just watching the screen. Yeah, I'd rather go see her in Las Vegas. Yeah, but anyway, but sorry, Brett get, Michaels. I did get my tickets to the Green Day Weezer Fall Out Boy Stadium tour, and oh. that I will go to. Okay, that sounds like those, a good time. Those are my boys. <laughs> um, but let's go on to your next pick, which is King Cobra by the Budos Band.
it's like um, it's part of this thing called cinematic soul. It's this type of music that kind That's of sounds very fitting, like the for what it for what it sounds like. Yeah, because it sounds like if you were trying to uh, stalk someone and you're sitting in yeah. your like 1970 Cutlass in on the south side of L.A. and like the palms are like over your car and you're like what you know in the neon light yeah. you're, and you're just like sitting there. This is and you're, yeah. That's exactly what I pictured as I was listening. It's like a black exploitation soundtrack. A yeah, yeah. Very. I love. I love the. Sorry, I'm just really into them. Okay, keep going. No, oh, by, okay. by all means. So taking everything <laughs> I was going to say out of my mouth. So, so Budo's band. It's um, you have the. It's basically everything but the singer that you would find. It's like all the horns. So you have all this rich horn music. Um, I went and saw them in person in at Warsaw in Greenpoint. Okay, cool. and That's it was a great. great Oh, it's such a phenomenal show. Um, it's like they they're made up of uh, like a baritone sax player, trumpet player, um, and there's like another horn in there. I think also a trombone. And then um, they have this guy with like a million drums, and it's just. I love this music so much. Um, they're also it, they sound a little bit like I was gonna put in uh, Els Michelle's affair. I don't know who that is? They did a great uh, album um, of CRE. No, wait, wait. What is it called? Um, the Thirty Sixth Chamber by the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, yeah, they did like an all instrumental version okay. of that. It's great. Um, also, Lee Fields is a great soul singer that they work with, um, and it's basically like all the guys in New York that do the backup for soul, and they they came together and just to create this band. Create a cool band. And God, it's so fucking cool. Like, it makes me want to like have it's a like nine Led mil, Zeppelin, but for modern soul. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and they're totally. They're like totally dark like that, and some of their like their beginning albums are more funk and soul, and then it slowly moves in, into more of like a metal nice progression as their discography. Oh, I'll have to matures. check that. Out. That uh, I'm how, obsessed how many with albums them. Do they have? I think a they have like or, five or six okay. now. That's My favorite point. ones are the one with the scorpion and the one right. with the volcano. This on one's it. the one with the scorpion, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the scorpion's fitting for this, just because like you can kind of imagine like a scorpion just like skirting. It has that like desert. Like yeah. it sounds like you're in a desert. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I, I keep thinking of like. <sighs> I mean, not to keep knocking Tarantino on the head, but it kind of has like very pulp that, fiction, like, like Tarantino. Pulp fiction-y. It a lot of the songs on Kill Bill. You, you should watch uh, Death Proof because, like, okay. a lot of the songs on your playlist reminded me of Death Proof. There's cool. this great scene in Death Proof uh, where uh, I forget the actress. That's not important. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she, she plays a a DJ on the radio, and she, like her co-host, is like, "Oh, it's her birthday. We're going out on the town, and like if you come up to her and you ask her for a lap dance, she'll give it to you." And then I want to say it's Kurt Russell, but maybe mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. But Kurt Russell plays like this stunt driver, and he goes up to her in a bar, and he's like, "Oh, I heard you on the radio. I I want my lap dance." And originally she's like, "Go fuck yourself," and then like he eventually like talks her into it. Wait, and is then, this is this that movie where it's like half of his car? 
car is indestructible. Yes. Okay, no, I have seen this movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and and he, I don't, am I going to, can yeah. I ruin the end? Go ahead. I'm going to ruin the end it right now. It came out 10 years ago. Okay, years ago. so he, he drives the car into, he like, he picks up these two women at a bar. Yeah. And he drives the car into a, like, like a ravine, like, a, ravine, like yeah. a pole or something, and he kills, he One kills them both. Yeah. And um, it's terrifying because she starts pleading with him to right. slow down the car, and he's like, I don't think so. Right. And it's but, weird, but it's... But, like, the, the bar scenes in that movie, like, had, like, music that sounds like this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And this also has that, like, ching, ching. Sound. <laughs> and I'm like, why does all my music I, sound the same? That, I don't know. Just I, if I hear clicking, I'm, I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna go back and dive into this <laughs> and be like, oh, I see what she meant. Yeah. Um, but let's go into my next pick, mm-hmm. which is the fight song by Marilyn Manson. this is kind of on the nose where (laughs) he's just screaming fight over and over again. I thought about doing like a more modern Manson song, but I had to be real to myself. No, I Um, mean, this is, if this is what like gets you off, man, if this is what you need to fight someone, this is like when I'm like really raging and I'm like, all right, you know, I want to see you rage sometime. (laughs) I mean, watch my act sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I watch your act. You're so nice. You're like, Hey, so what kind of music do you like? Oh, I don't know if I like that music. How's your music? I mean, I'm usually mean when I do that. I'm like, hey, what kind of music? Oh, you're You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, I'm... (laughs) It's just because I do it with a smile. I'm like, you're fucking... But that's cool. I I always do walk it back. I'm like, but that's I'm always reading your body language. I'm just like, he's so nice. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah. We did the show where I accidentally knocked a girl's, like, shins out. (gasps) Do you remember that? I don't... When when was that? When when we did Frankie's show up in Brewster, uh, Frankie Becerra, shout Mm -hmm. out to him. Um, He, he, we like... I I do my punk rock joke where I'm like I introduce mm-hmm. them like it, we're at a punk show and like more recently I've decided oh just like getting in someone's face and screaming doesn't really do do anything anymore so like oh. I've started like climbing on shit as I like t- 
tell the joke and I climbed on, I like jumped on a chair in the front row cause there were like five empty seats. And then I screamed in the face of the family that was sitting in the second row. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped off, but it like kicked the chair into the girl that was sitting behind it. And I realized it like after it went and I'm like, I got to finish the joke. And then I, I like started my next joke and then I'm like, I'm sorry that kicked you in the shins. Whoa. That was an accident. (laughs) See, I, I think I went to the bathroom or something. I'm always freaking out before I perform. So I I I never, I mean, I, I can't watch people before I go on stage. Um, sometimes yeah. even like if I'm hosting, I can't watch people. It's <laughs> hard. Hosting's the hardest thing because yeah. you have to be like on all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm like in a bad mood. I like, I don't know. I've, I've calmed down a lot as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. but when I was like 14 or so, I could put this on and just be like, oh, I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Sometimes you just feel that way and yeah. you need to just like, he does, he does such a good job of just like, you know, you really want to let it out. You really yeah. want to fight. Like this is what it would sound like. Right. Yeah. But I think like now, like the more modern stuff that Manson puts out, he's much more like he's much more like a rapper where he's like, Oh, you know, I'm cool and I'm going to say these dark things, but really like, I'm just a fucking badass. I almost put on, um, he's got a song on his last album called we know where you fucking live. Uh. He's just got a line in it where like it, like the chorus is basically like, what's a nice place like this doing around people like us. And I'm just like, Oh, this is like it's so ac- applicable. It's, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. fun little subversion, but I'm like, Oh, this is how comedy feels when you do it in like a nice bar and, and you're like, and like you all are degenerates right well like doing like stand up at like white plains where it's in the basement of a steakhouse and you're like oh well, you know i'm about to tell some dick jokes in right, this I'm beautiful about to, restaurant yeah i'm about to tell you all about my personal personal trials and tribulations exactly. yeah but uh um, let's go into your next pick which is super rich kids by frank ocean too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Start my day up on the roof. There's nothing like this type of view. Point the clicker at the tube. I prefer expensive news. New car, new girl. New ice, new glass. New watch, good times, baby. It's good times, yeah. She wash my back three times a day. This shower head feels so amazing. We'll both be high. The help don't stare. They just walk by. They must don't care. A million one, a million two. A hundred more will never do. Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. 
Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Real love. I'm searching for a real love. Yes, this is from his channel Orange yes. album, which I just think is such a pivotal album in R&B and um, hip hop. It's so dark. I, I had it in my car for f- like four or five months and I would just listen to it all the time. It was just, yeah. you know, um, but super rich kids. It's like, it's got if that you're Benny and the Jets sample. I don't know if it's a sample, but it yeah, sounds like it's also, it also has that dun, dun, dun. Done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Renee put Benny in the Jets on. I don't know. Benny in the Jets. Um, no, but I love, I love the lyrics because he's talking about how it's like rich kids. You, you can't feel anything because there's nothing in your life actually matters. Like you have everything except for the things that are like important. the most important. So he talks about like, you know, how he has all this help in his house and, um, you know. Like, I love the line where he's like, super rich kids. Um, with nothing but fake friends. With nothing but fake friends. Yeah. And the white uh, white lies and white lines. Oh, all yeah. of that. And and um, just like how your, yeah, how your life is essentially so fake. And it seems like everything's there, but you just, nothing, you know, it's so superficial. Right. Yeah. This song kind of like, I feel like when this album came out, it was kind of a trend to put out like very chilled out, like kind of depressing party songs. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like songs like this or uh, what's the song? We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus all kind of like capture that sort of detached, like we're partying, we're having fun, but really everything sucks. Yeah. It's like everyone was on Xanax at the same time. They're like, let's talk about it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, It's a song that like you could put on and be like, ah, isn't this fun? But then like, it's like at the same time, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I I love their party songs. You can't party to exactly. But yet people still did. This is like one of those cool songs that you can play in the car and like everyone knows all the words. Yeah. But it's like this is like if you want to have like a temper tantrum as a rich kid <laughs> and like go off. You're like I'm going to commit suicide and cuz you know my life sucks, but it's like your life doesn't it doesn't at my really country club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm going to jump off the roof at my country club <laughs> and like you're going to try to stop me. So, yeah, I was kind of like misbehaving as a as a rich kid, like a spoiled brat sort of scenario, which I feel like sometimes, you know, I feel I like a feel spoiled like that brat. Anytime I'm in a bad mood. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my life's not bad. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, I hate myself. I hate what I'm doing. Everything I do sucks. I'm a failure. And then I'm like, you know. And then I come home to my parents' house and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, and Briarcliff Manor. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, like, it's really, it's, it's, it's just really not that, anything that you're going through is just like really not that bad. It, it's hard to seem depressed when you live in a place called Briarcliff Manor. <laughs> I know. It sounds like, it sounds like Franklin or any of those 
shows like other kids shows like I feel like there should be talking animals here <laughs> at Briarcliff Manor I, I just always feel well I always think of I think in American Horror Story there was a place called Briarcliff Manor and I'm like uh it's not like that at all it's a nope. different type of American nope. Horror Story nope <laughs> but yeah I like that different type of American Horror Story let's roll into my next pick mm-hmm. which is uh In Remission by the Menzingers This is like my jam. I love the Menzingers and I talk about them on every episode of this. So (laughs) I, you know, uh, like this is a song that like for me, I originally wasn't really thinking I wasn't going to include a Menzinger song in this, but then like this came on on shuffle and I'm like, oh wait, this is about doing this is actually very applicable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So like, and it's sort of like one of those songs where again you kind of feel cool like walking in and like if you watch the music video to this like they did the thing where like they shot it in slow-mo but then like synced it up so like his lips are moving at the right speed as he's singing it but like everything's going like at a weird space and it's sort of surreal because I feel like that's it's really similar to when when shit is going down everything slows down because you're just like what exactly is going on oh no I'm about to do but like so we but he's just got so many like words in this where like not well like just lines in the song where you're just like oh yeah no this is fucked up and like you know when he starts screaming you're like okay this is when shit's going down but then Mm -hmm. everything else is like when you're thinking about it like yeah like how you're processing all those movements because they say actually a lot of you know people who aren't serial killers they um, it'll they almost like black out like it's so much right. stress that they're just they decide to do something and, and then they just present. go for it yeah. yeah so they say that um, you see red right because I've seen in a lot of um, like true crime where they interview the the guy who supposedly do it he can't rem- you know people have yeah, a yeah, hard yeah, time yeah. remembering what yeah. happened and so. for this just hearing someone scream yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> which I mean are kind of like my stupid Instagram videos <laughs> I love your Instagram videos I'm you're like you I'm gonna go for a run yeah I was like oh I wish I had that much enthusiasm for oh, literally I'm not actually anything that enthusiastic. <laughs> I like take it I'm like yeah okay cool. <laughs> um, but, but I don't know with this it's got like lines where he's like he's talking about being like in Boston and then he's just 
mm-hmm. like, I'm 19, 18. You've yet to see the worst. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he's just got that part where he's like, uh, I hate how I always get nervous every time I try to speak in front of a big crowd, a pretty girl or the police. And I hate the things that I know about you and all the horrible things that you do. And then mm. I feel like there's another line, but then he just says, um, you know, I want to, I want to set fire to your home and tap your cell phone. And I'm like, these are <laughs> not good behaviors, but nope. also like when I'm in a bad mood, I'm just like, yeah, fuck this. I want to set fire <laughs> to your home and tap yourself. Yeah. There's so many people that I would tap their cell phone and then I'd listen to the conversation and be like, this is garbage. Exactly. Well, then <laughs> you, like, well, then you press the button and you're like, fuck you, you liar. <laughs> yeah. Be like, all of these are lies. Um, uh, um, yeah, but yeah, having stuff like that and then like, I don't know. And then it just turns sad again where he's like, if everyone needs a crutch, then I need a wheelchair. And I'm like, that's Ooh, how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> like I need some help, please. Or like those rollable walkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't roll off the tongue as nicely. If everyone needs a crutch, then I need a rollable walker. I need walker. one of those rolling walkers. <laughs> Can you guys hover around? Uh,